Welcome to another episode of Spirit Food for the Artist. And I want to talk with you today about a special way of handling something from your past that actually changes what you're experiencing now and creates a new future for you. And I think it's really important because as I've said quite quite often on the podcast, I notice that so much of what we experience on a day-to-day basis, in fact, on a moment-to-moment basis, part of what seems to make up who we are is this accumulation of our past. Now, I'm not going to tell you that it's, it's wrong or bad or doesn't serve you to have things from your past currently with you. You know, certainly we all reflect on fond memories from time to time. And, you know, like that famous movie, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, surely sometimes we think that if we could go back and erase something that we'd be better off. But at the end of the day, I think most of us would rather (laughs) hold on to our memories, our past experiences. We value them in some way, even the painful ones. Do you find that to be true? I say this because I want to talk with you today about a technique that I have used both in my life and have guided individuals through um, in a process called revision. Now, that's the name that I'm using for this technique. I am a student of Neville Goddard. He was a teacher of metaphysics years ago, and I've always had a a high interest in metaphysics and spirituality. I'm so interested in in, um, the nature of consciousness and how reality works, and so I've invested a lot of my attention, my time, and energy into studying, reading, learning, applying so many things from from this world of metaphysics and spirituality. And in my former podcast, The Truth About Living, a lot of it was focused on spirituality and metaphysics. And what I found interesting is that as I have studied this over the years, I have begun to see more of this kind of work taking place inside the realm of psychotherapy. Now, I'm not going to quote you research studies because, to be honest with you, it's not my bag. <laughs> when I when I finished my master's degree, I was just on the edge of of applying for my doctorate and going into research, and this was an education years ago, and and I didn't, and I'm good with that. I I don't really get a lot of joy from from burying my nose in research and statistics and you know. Um, citing papers and studies and things like that it's out there you can you can certainly go down that path if you want if you want to explore this but I am seeing this technique come up more and more in the realm of psychotherapy and I think it's a very good thing and so if you were to google it or or look for it there's there's not a lot of therapists that have taken on this approach yet from what I've seen but it may go by the name 
of something like this is not exactly it, but there are some there is some memory work kind of going on in this community, like memory reconsolidation, um, and a lot of times what therapy um, attempts to do in handling of either trauma or rewriting kind of the patterns of thinking and action, behavior patterns and things like that is they will um, help you to have a new response, a new reaction, a new um, mechanism for handling something, a new thought pattern to make a new neural pathway. But a lot of times the old neural pathway is, is pretty well entrenched. And so you're trying to go a different direction. And it can be successful for sure. And I'm one of those people that, you know, I've been to therapy. I, I first saw a therapist, I think, when I was about maybe 21. And, um, and it helped me quite a bit, actually. So I'm not in any way anti-therapy or anything like that. In fact, I'm really pleased to see that this kind of work is happening in this community. Uh, a friend of mine has kind of taken on this approach of working with rewriting memories and has, has named it for himself as um, IRT, so Imaginal Reenactment Therapy. Imaginal reenactment therapy, so it, it's it's slightly different versions of the same thing, which is seeing something show up in your life currently that doesn't serve you. And there's a lot we could talk about just about that piece of it, something that doesn't serve you. And so, fill your mind. Take a moment, fill your mind with things happening in your life right now that aren't serving you. It could be you're having horrible anxiety. It could be that you're having fights in your relationship. It could be that you go down this path of self-sabotage again and again. It could be that you have um, a go-to kind of behavior pattern or something that you do that you wish you didn't do. It could be drinking. It could be any, any number of things. Think about something in your life that's showing up, doesn't serve you. And I will actually do a separate podcast. It's just coming to mind now. A separate podcast giving you an at least one example, maybe more, at least one example of how I've used this in my life and the results that I got. So... So that's kind of like a step one thing, right? It's like you, you realize something in my life is not going well. And in fact, you might even notice that it's a pattern, right? That it's something that you keep experiencing again and again. So that's, that's the step one part of it. The step two part of it is where we have a conversation about a time in your life that this um, connects with. So there's a, there's a memory in there somewhere. There's something that happened in your life that pops up in your mind connected with a current situation. So um, let me make this a little bit more clear. So let's say that um, you have a certain uh, fear response going on. And anxiety is a, is a fear response as well, right? You have a certain fear response going on. And when we go through the coaching process, we actually find a memory, or there may be, sometimes there's a couple memories, there's a memory of something you experienced, and it could have been, you know, 
five years ago, 10 years ago, it could have been when you were a child. It doesn't have to be from childhood, but it often is. You go back to that experience of something that we will find together. There's a, there's a memory, there's a scene there that you're holding in your mind, right? And, and in that scene that you're holding in your mind, there's a lot of things connected with it. There's a bodily response going on. There are thoughts going on. There are fears or certain things that are happening in that moment that you're holding in your mind. And we actually talk about that scene a bit. Now, if it's an intense trauma, I just want to, you know, kind of, um, comfort you here that we don't have to go back and relive details of terrible trauma. And I've had, um, trauma from my childhood. And when I went back to a certain scene, I was able to distance myself emotionally from it rather than feeling like I'm reliving it. Okay. So I don't want you to worry about that aspect of it, but you, you, you go back to that scene and what we do together so that's step two is finding that, that past memory. Step three is what we do together is re, we rewrite it. We revise it. We, we really do. Like we, we figure out together what you would have rather experienced. And it's so interesting because as we talk about that, there's a lot of there are a lot of realizations that come through that. It's really, I'm telling you, this is really beautiful work and really powerful work. There's a lot of realizations that come from it and you get really clear on what you would like instead, what you would like to have experienced, be experiencing currently instead, and you start to kind of paint a picture. And it does not even have to be logical, rational. It doesn't have to be. So, it could be something actually silly in your mind, but it, but it takes the form of this scene and it's rewriting your memory. Now, <laughs> this may sound very strange. Um, maybe it sounded strange to me when I first heard of it, but I've been aware of it and using it for so long now that I do this. I, I do it in small ways throughout my day. And I've actually had see, uh, sessions where I sit down and go through it. But what we're actually doing is we are creating an alternate memory in your mind. Now, again, it's not really of my interest to go through the neuroscience of how this works. But if that's, you know, if that's your bag, by all means, like, you know, d dig down that, that hole if you want to. But if consciousness is the only reality... And that's a whole subject. But if consciousness is the only reality, you're basically um, altering what you're conscious of, what you're aware of. And it's a fascinating subject. But I, so I want to kind of tickle on the the um, the aspects of it that are outside of technique because it's my life philosophy that's really drawn me to using a technique like this. And um, so I want to touch on that a bit, but I also want to bring you back into like practically what do you do and how does this work? So, so step three is actually rewriting it, what you want instead. Step four then is to go through 
the revised scene in your mind. So I actually guide you through this. Well, over the years, through a lot of different kinds of work, uh, everything from meditation to uh, progressive muscle relaxation, imaginal work. And I tell you that because I know that through workshops, through my audios, through being one-on-one with clients, I know that it's a very gentle process to be guided through that. And um, it's a very safe space. So that's what we do together is I guide you through the new scene, the new imaginal work, and create a second version, a rewrite of a past memory. And we do it a few times. Um, It's called looping. We loop the new memory a few times. And then I check in with you, right, to make sure that, that everything is as it should be. Right. So there's a lot of uh, coaching conversation that goes on around this. And basically, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review the steps of the process for you so you know what you're getting into. Uh, and then basically I'm going to share with you how it is going to um, look in your life afterwards. Okay. So the four steps for this revision process are one, we identify something currently going on in your life that is not serving you. may already know what that is (laughs) Uh, two we connect it with a past event a past experience a past memory we find out what that is three we rewrite that memory that scene and basically are creating it anew and there's a lot of specific questions that I ask you around that to craft that new memory and make sure it's exactly what you need and want and four I guide you through reliving the new memory. Now, (laughs) uh, what happens then? Okay, we've had two or three sessions together. We've done this work. What happens now? So what you will find after you do revision work is that from that point forward, you will actually have both memories in your mind you will carry them as though it were, let's say, like a movie that you saw and now you've seen an alternate ending for the film. So it's it's both. (laughs) You have both. And it's very interesting because you can view the former memory in your mind. You can kind of see it and you're like, yeah, I know that's what happened. And you also, so that's like in one hand and the other hand, you're like, yes, but I I also have this other new memory of the same situation now. It's kind of like having two viewpoints of the same thing, but it's not even that. It's actually a rewrite. Now, if you have both memories moving forward, how does that actually change anything? Well, the interesting thing is that the new memory actually somehow reshapes what you are experiencing. It's kind of like if the former memory had all these wires connected to your thinking and your behavior and your um, attitude or your, you know, your attitude towards life or um, the way you respond to situations. Like it has all these wires connected, right? And by rewriting the memory, it's like we snip some of those wires and we, we have new wiring going on. 
And so things change. In this help with um, concept of self, the way that you were treated by your family, let's say at age 10, something's rewritten and your concept of self changes. Now that's huge if you think about how you're being in the world and who you think of yourself, you know, how, how you think you're showing up in the world, like your personality and the way you handle things, who you're being in the world, right? It has a lot to do with your concept of self, who you think you are. If you rewrite something pivotal from your childhood about the way you were seen by others that you took and internalized, then your concept of self changes. I've seen that happen. I've also seen instant improvement in sleep. And I mean like same day instant. <laughs> um, fear responses. I have seen huge, huge changes in fear responses or what you might call anxiety or worry. It manifests in different ways. It shows up in different ways in your life when you have kind of a fear response activated I've also seen that have immediate effect. So the interesting thing about revision is you don't always know the exact moment that it shifts for you. So in the example of um, difficulty sleeping, that's something that changed basically instantly. So, so revision that day and that night um, being able to sleep well. And from that moment forward, um, same thing with fear response. I've seen that happen same day revision and different responses that night. But I've also seen it be more like a ripple effect. So what I mean by that is the change happens in your mind, but the way it shows up in your life is it's kind of, um, it's, it's a ripple effect. It's, it's kind of emanating outwards. It's, it's the way that you're handling things begins to shift or change. The way that you're thinking begins to shift and change. And when you, when you change those things, your life begins to change, which I'm sure you know. So it could be um, that you actually begin to make a new decision, let's say a week later, because now you, you have a different experience in your mind. You have a different concept of self. You have a different set of connections with your past that allows you to move forward in a new way. 100% have seen this happen. And so that new decision came about because of the revision. You just kind of had like a week to process it, right? And then it began to take place. Um, from a metaphysics standpoint, so those are all very kind of practical, real life ways that you see it show up. From a metaphysics standpoint, and this is where I think it's most interesting because it's um it's hard to pinpoint it's 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 unseen right which a lot of this work really is unseen it's work of the mind isn't it uh, but unseen things begin to shift in your life and you look up um sometime later and you're like wow this is really different and I've had that experience firsthand where I've revised something from my past and let it go didn't really think about it too much and in a very short period of time, all of a sudden I was making connections with people and communities that were connected with this revision. And one by one, I began to, be, to become friends with people in a community that 
was 100% connected with what I revised. And over time, so let's say I did that revision, um, gosh, I think it's about a year and a half ago now. And so I just embraced those changes that were happening. And I can say that now that as time has passed, that has taken shape more and more and more and more in my life to the point where I have a completely different set of experiences today that are in a lot alignment with what I what I rewrote of my life. Does that make sense? So um, here here's here's an example that that I'm just making up, and it's it's you know it's kind of a little bit maybe it's silly maybe it's not I don't know, but it's it's kind of just a something to throw out there that you can kind of sink your teeth into and wrap your head around this. So let's say that when you were uh, 25, you had this amazing opportunity to go to um, culinary school, let's say, and become a chef. And for whatever reason, you decided not to. You made a decision at age 25, I'm not going to go down that path. I'm going to do this other thing instead. Okay, you made that decision at 25, that's your memory, that's what happened, that's your life. So now you lived year after year, 35, 45, 55, whatever age you are, and you've had a life, right? You didn't go to culinary school, you didn't become a chef, you became a musician, you became a graphic designer, you became an artist, you became a tech guy, you, you became, you know, what you became, right? And there's a part of you it's not really causing a problem maybe in your life. Like a lot of times I talk about what's the problem showing up. Let's go back to a memory and revise that. This is just based on maybe just pure desire. Like maybe you you sit with that with like a little bit of regret and you're like, I wish I had done that. What would my life be like if I had, if I had, if I had gone that route? What would my life be like? So that's an interesting one because it has to do more with um, – desire for having new experiences in life or regret that you didn't do a particular thing. So in revision work, in that case, you go back in, you go to that moment where you made that decision. We go through the scenes, you go through the process, you redo it. And this is a lot of what I experienced personally is that ripple effects begin to happen. It's not that you snap your fingers and overnight you're a chef because we're in the world of metaphysics and you just changed your reality or something. It's not that, okay? But it does shift something because you will begin to experience things that line up with if you had made that other decision. I'm telling you, it it sounds... Um, it sounds unreal, but I want you to think about what the mind is and what memories are. Memories are something you hold in your mind and they are not actually physical or tangible or quote unquote real. In fact, you may be the only person with that memory because even if other people were with you, they have a completely different perspective of what happened. They have a completely different viewpoint. They may have a lot of details different. 
what can you agree on was real. It's something, it's pictures that you're holding in your mind and there's emotion attached to it. And there are things attached to those pictures. But if you think about it from that perspective, and consciousness is what you're aware of being, then if you go back in your mind and you change something, you begin to see the world reflect new things to you. So maybe you begin to get connected with a friend of yours who did go down the path of culinary school. You know, they, you get in touch with them, they get in touch with you, you start to talk, you start to think about, you know, what if you actually did this now? What would that look like? Your mind starts working in new ways and potential new opportunities begin to show up. It's, it's a very, it's a very, very interesting thing, a very interesting process, and it 100% affects and changes your life. Sometimes instantly, sometimes there are ripple effects, but there is change. Another example I can think of is let's say when you were a teenager, you were told that you were ugly or you were fat or whatever it is and that became a part of how you see yourself what if you went back and revised a key memory or two from from your teenage years from when that happened how does that begin to affect your life now it could be an instant change of how you see yourself And how do you walk around the world if you feel like you are ugly and fat? And how do you walk around the world if you feel that you are beautiful? How how does that change your concept of self? And how does that change your life? How does that change the world you experience? What gets reflected back to you when you're now that person? Does that make sense? So... There are countless ways this can be applied and countless ways in which you can begin to see change take place. It has helped me immensely to shape my current life and I continue to use it for a variety of of purposes. And I'll I'll share a little bit more on other podcast episodes about revision. And uh, I'll give at least one example from my own life. And I'll share some detail around that, including what the what I experienced in terms of childhood trauma. So I'm pretty open about most of my life and what I've been through, I will say, I will say that my only not just hesitation, but my only, my, my decision, I'll say it that way, my decision to not share certain things from my life have to do out of a respect for people in my life, if that makes sense. So if it was just me, I'm just a complete open book and I will tell you what I've been through. But because my life is connected with friends and family for many years, I don't believe it's my right to open everything up that they have um, as their own experience, just for privacy and respect purpose purposes. But I will say that I'm going to share um, on an upcoming episode soon at least one thing that I have revised that was a trauma from my childhood, and I'm going to tell you how it 
positively and significantly changed my life. And that, and and again, I've had many revisions since then for myself and, and for clients, but that experience that I had was so powerful that it has led me to the point where I feel like I really need to share this work. I need to share this work because it will help you. It will help you. 100% it will help you. So think about something that you're going through right now. Reach out to me to inquire about revision sessions. And let's see if this is something that you would want to do right now. So you can reach me at hello at bridgetxo.com. And there's, there's an outro for the podcast coming up. And I'm pretty sure that I talk about this specifically on the outro. So I'm going to let that play now. And you'll get to hear that, that spiel again about um, what I specialize in with life coaching. And I have to tell you that... You know, I've been coaching since I think it was 2013 that I started. Um, I have to tell you that it is absolutely from my heart doing this kind of work. And I myself grew up seeing a lot of people that I loved suffering. And in any way that I can alleviate your suffering. And sometimes, honestly, it's just a conversation that makes a huge difference. Sometimes one conversation makes such a difference that you don't even need, you know, 20 sessions or whatever it is that that I might do as a life coach. I've had life coaching agreements. I used to do these agreements, um, six months and year long agreements with clients. I don't do that anymore. I just you know, when you're ready, I'm here. Um, basically, session by session, except for revision, I do ask for two to three session commitment. But um, this is um, available for you. It is from my heart. I know the power of the life coaching work that I do because I see the effect of it during the call and I see the effect on my clients over a period of years. I still get emails of thanks from clients that I had years ago. And it is the most fulfilling thing I could ever experience, um, being able to help someone at that level. So I'm really happy to do this work. And I'm really, really happy to be with to be with people during the hardest times of their life. All the coaching work that I've done has not been like that. I've helped people through a variety of problems. Some were more moderate problems, but when when there is when there is pain and I'm present with someone, I know that it's been very very healing. And so I I love doing that work and if I can create a space like this, but a coaching space where I can be with someone who's really struggling, a musician, a performer, um, 
you know, a comedian, an, an actor, um, a creative, right? Someone who, who is of the same, um, of the same, you know, mind or, or lifestyle or whatever that, that I'm living, if I can be in that space and that community and offer not just hope, hope is powerful. I love hope, <laughs> but offer not just hope, but solutions and love and admiration and being expert at my craft of coaching. If I can offer that, it just makes my heart really full. And for those of you that know me, you know that's genuine because connection with people is, is something I just value so highly. I believe that people are basically good. And when I work with you, you will absolutely feel that. You will absolutely feel that from me. So I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I've given you a lot, 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 lot to absorb today because I have pulled the curtain back on a process that 99% of the population has never even heard of. Okay, so you're in a, you're in a, <laughs> you're in a rare position here because you are now familiar with this process. You now have access to this process. And I'll tell you, when I've done revision, Many, many times I wished that I had someone who knew what the hell it was <laughs> and who knew how to guide me through the process so that I wasn't doing it alone. Because I know the process and yet I've done it alone time and time again. Yes, I've guided others, but for myself, I do it alone. And I think, my God, if I had someone <laughs> who knew how to do this, who could sit with me and guide me through and talk me through and coach me through this, that would be amazing. And there's no one that I know that's doing this. Again, there's a, there's, there's a little bit of it happening in the psychotherapy community. Good luck finding it. It's just starting to trickle through and they, have, they use different names and they, they'll refer to it in different ways based on the neuroscience. But again, my perspective is life experience, metaphysics, etc., etc., And I wish that I had someone to go through this with me, guide me through, and that's what I offer now. So think about something happening in your life. It has a root. It has a root. It does. And we don't even have to find the exact, quote unquote, exact right memory or the first memory or anything like that, but it will change your life. Okay, my friend, <laughs> um, we don't, we don't have to suffer so much. We don't. Um, and I'm telling myself that too, because I've had, you know, I'm human. I've had a lifetime of joys and I've had my own suffering and it's a good reminder. We don't have to suffer so much. Okay. We really don't. So I will look forward to hearing from you and um, have a beautiful, beautiful day, my friend. And I'll see you back here soon for another episode of Spirit Food for the Artist.
So here's how you can reach out to inquire about sessions with me. You can email me directly at hello at bridgetxo.com and you're going to want to make sure that you spell my name with two T's. <laughs> um, so it's B-R-I-D-G-E-T-T and I want you to think about two things as you uh, consider sessions with me. Okay, one has to do with if you are in some kind of intense emotional struggle or battle, if life feels very hard for some particular reason, contact me because it's something I specialize in is being with people during some of the most challenging and difficult periods of life. And there is um, something special that happens in these calls where healing begins to take place. And I would love to share that with you if you're going through something really intense. The second thing I want you to keep in mind that I specialize in is something that I'll talk about on this podcast um, from time to time, which is a way of a very specific way of handling the past. And again, I talk a lot about it on the podcast about how the, the past is with us in so many ways and limits us in so many ways. And when we can handle it, it really frees us up to not only enjoy the now, but to create a future that we would really, really love. So that technique is called revision. I call it revision. And um, it's something, it's a technique that uh, I have had a lot of success with. And it takes two to three sessions to go through that process together, but it's highly effective. And it's basically rewriting something in your memory bank to change what you're experiencing today and changing your future. So it's very powerful. Um, if you want more information about revision, you can look for a specific podcast detailing it. I'm also happy to talk with you about it if you reach out to me at hello at bridgetxo.com. And be well, my friend. Sending you lots of love, and I'll see you back here real soon.